1: Hello Egg Chasers, this is the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, a podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously and we're back for a second bite of the cherry this week with our domestic podcast. If you're listening to this expecting to hear about all the rugby that's been going on the last few days and in particular the internationals that happened at the weekend, that's already been done and it is in this feed, listen to that episode but don't go anywhere right now because we've got something pretty top for you now we're going to talk about all domestic matters i'm tim jb's there hello timothy philip is there hello tim uh, and also a, a very special treat we've had a lot of people uh, talking about it asking about it um the 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 song i we don't even need to introduce it just the, the song the song the rugby song
2: the song uh, of christmas 2017
1: yeah is Do- we, we've had there was stay another day got to number one there was uh <laughs> um what other christmas number ones have there been Mr. Blobby, Mr. Blobby, yeah, and
3: uh, I might throw it on iTunes. I might put it on on iTunes and give the proceeds to um oh to me yeah <laughs>
1: yeah there you go. It's coming up at the end of the podcast. However, we're going to talk about all all the goings on domestically. There was a full complement of matches at the weekend just gone, which there was a few talking points raised. There's some games coming up this weekend, which we will preview as well. What 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 was your big takeaway? What was your big um, highlight or thing
3: that you that perked your attention the most over the weekend just gone domestically two things for me uh you're not gonna be happy with one of them one of the other is perfectly acceptable number one (laughs) uh, is Gloucester uh I don't know how they're doing it or you know how many sons and daughters have had to sacrifice for this to be possible but they are doing it at home Uh, and away at the rack oh yes yeah so they've only lost two actually you know And one of them being an absolute, an absolute hiding. Um, That's the first one. And the second one would be Sail Sharks, which I know you don't. Standard. Yeah, and I know you don't want to talk about Sale Sharks too much. Sale Sharks,
1: you've just got their second win of the season. What? Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry, Sale Sharks, you've only won two games this season. I meant
3: to say sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And why this is important, but I'll get I'll get onto that later. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh,
1: Yeah. Let's start with Gloucester then, because that was the most notable scalp of the weekend. Downing the double European champions at King's Home where they're unbeaten this season.
3: Yeah.
2: And have beaten uh, last season's premiership champions as well. Extra. Yeah. So they're doing some good things at home. They also suffered a 50 point loss away at Sale. Yeah. One of Sales other uh other well, they're two wins. So home, very, very good. Um away questionable.
1: Uh, and I know it's it's so compacted in that table from ninth position Newcastle with 20 points up to Leicester with 26 points in 3rd. Yeah. But Gloucester are on 22, so you have those five teams within two points of each other after eight rounds. So it, you don't know where, whether how much 5th position for Gloucester is, is realistic or punching above their weight slightly well, at this point. But there's development. You can see the development of Ackerman.
3: Yeah, it's so hot. I mean, they they feel so fragile. You watch them play, and they don't look like a team They don't defend particularly well. I mean, you know, it's, to me, they defend in quite a soft manner. Um, their attack just seems a little bit too haphazard. It, the whole thing feels like it's kind of built on foundations of sand, which is, is an awful thing to say, because you know, they have played well. When when they do their best work, it feels like it's because of that crowd. I, I think the crowd plays a huge, huge part of Gloucester's success. In that Saracens game, um, after I've just said that they defend, they don't defend particularly well. They actually did defend particularly well. They got to they got to the half. I think there's like a three point difference or something. And then second half they made a couple of breaks, and that's all it takes. And then the sheds behind them. And before you know it, they you know they they are running like they're two stone a man heavier. You know, like they're all seasoned internationals. It it just it it's a bizarre thing that goes on down there. It's worth pointing out the number and
1: quality of players saracens are missing so it's a
3: good time to play them whoa, whoa 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 how about doing it the other way how about saying the number and quality that saracens have available oh still I absolutely mean, callum clark absolutely shalk shalk burger um who, who, who was the other man in in that mix uh callum clark shalk burger was it jackson ray no it wasn't jackson ray it was someone else who was undoubtedly class uh george um george cruis played in the back row i think did he so, play in the back row? I think Azikwe started next to... Skelton. Skelton.
1: Yeah, Crew started at six. There was Skelton, Ezekley, Clark Berger. Brits were still in the team. Still had Lazowski at ten. I'm trying to work so on a, a cock. Barrett, Tompkins, Maitland, Good. Yeah, there's lots of good players. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Loads of good players. I'm just saying, let's remember, it's a, it's a good time to play Saracens. And Mark McCall was very unhappy at, at them not winning. So oh. how, did Saracens lose that game or did Gloucester win that game? Um, I think there's an oh, argu- no, no, no. there's an argument to say Saracens just didn't capitalise on the chances they had I, and should have taken.
3: So they didn't score first half purely down to um, you know Gloucester's defensive sets. I, I thought Gloucester they basically grimly hung on for the entire for the entire first half. Second half, particularly last twenty, it was all Gloucester. It was all Gloucester. So. You know, with the standard of player that Saracens put put out, first team or or not, that that team in its own right that Saracens put put out would could could finish fourth. Uh, so you know, Gloucester definitely won it.
1: Cool well, fair yeah. enough. It, it's not Gloucester's year this year still, but maybe it next year. It might be. Maybe it next year. It might be.
3: Maybe next year. Just a couple of signings. Tell up, Ben Velicott made a huge difference. He's rapid, so yeah, quick. Yeah, the young scrum half. Yeah. Yeah, rapid. And yeah. See, I really like Willie Hines. I thought when Willie Hines came on for um, Laidlaw last year, they played a lot, yeah. a lot better. Yeah,
1: just in case it makes any difference, which it doesn't, to team selection, I'd like to
3: say uh, stick with Willie Hines. <laughs> stick with
1: Willie Hines there, uh, Johan. <laughs> he's Someone in, got me cause fantasy. Because he, he's in my fantasy rugby team, yeah.
3: Yeah, I tell you what, it's a nice mix. though. Willie Hines has experienced, he's not slow himself. And then all of a sudden they inject Velocot. Uh, the, the problems, sorry to bang on about Gloucester for too long. The problems I think Gloucester are going to find is how do they accommodate Billy Burns? Oh, here's something weird, right? Billy Burns, uh, and then they've got uh, Owen Williams. Williams to come back. Yeah. But yesterday, it well, yesterday Friday, it was a weird decision that they that, that, that they made because they put Billy twelve trees in at ten as a tactical switch and brought Burns off. And, and, he, and he guided them to victory Well he did everything in his power not to I mean he <laughs> you know, he played More like Billy 12 Trees Than I've ever seen, seen him play before um, <laughs> Do you know what He's on my top Five people that I want to meet in rugby Billy 12 Trees I, am, I imagine he is the most incredible Incredible human and one of the nicest humans ever Because How else is he How else is he doing this How else is he get, getting paid
2: That's very
1: harsh. He's 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 got some. He's got some very positive attributes. He's he's having a good season. He he has. He has. He has. (laughs) He is prone to. He's prone to a. He is prone to a brain (laughs) dead moment.
3: I I think Atkinson and Trinder are awesome. Simmons is great. Simmons is a good player.
1: Anyway, yeah. Talking about Gloucester lots. Good, good performance. Saracens will be disappointed. They'll want to bounce back. Uh, That puts Exeter two points clear at the top by virtue of a win. They were pushed very hard by Harlequins. Again, Harlequins showed up very well at Sandy Park. Mm. Yeah. We've got teams that we've described as flaky actually showing a bit more resolve than maybe we thought they had.
2: Yeah. Quinton showed up really well for a lot of this game. Um, First half, they were excellent. Yeah. Um, And, for big periods of the second half they stopped exeter from playing and they they controlled the game but they couldn't quite find
1: that that last killer pass yeah marcus smith is a remarkable
3: young man I'm,
1: i might start getting the uh broke mountain music back out when you talk <laughs> about marcus smith he's amazing
3: he's simply now, amazing
2: what i will so marcus smith made some brilliant brilliant breaks but either he's not on the same wavelength as his teammates, or they're not on the same wavelength as him. What it would, which it would, yeah. it's probably six-one half a dozen or the other. But he was making those breaks, and there weren't the players with him to finish them on, uh, finish them off. Yeah, it should have been someone like Visser or one of the Chisholm boys or it's any a- anyone, any any of those uh, talented fast players should have been with him, but they weren't.
3: Uh, Harlequin should be should do something rather wise now. And they should. I mean, they've got Catch Kalis coming back. I don't know how good Catch Kalis is. I know he did all right uh, in France, and he's quite highly rated from there. They've got Sweel coming back, but they need to stick with with Marcus Smith. I'd say. Oh yeah. And I think his combination with with Lang at twelve works really nicely. Yeah,
2: it did. It did work nicely. Um, would you be tempted to throw Marcus Smith in to the England game? No. Again, it's... so playing against Samoa.
3: The answer,
1: why? Does he deserve it? Lozowski deserves game time before Smith.
2: I didn't think... Luz, well,
1: yeah. Uh,
3: he missed a few kicks on
1: yeah, Friday, though. We, let's not yeah, just, but let's, let's not, not, talk not talk about Friday about yeah. game. Because yeah. he also was playing in an international game last weekend and injected at Twickenham, injected yeah. uh, a fair bit of impetus.
3: Very true. Yeah, I, I do agree with Lazowski needs to be played more. I wonder if Lazowski needs to be played at 12 for England, though. Because that's where he's going to naturally show up.
2: Play, play both of them.
3: Lozowski Smith Smith it. and Lososki that's yeah.
2: an exciting 10-12 combination and Slade at 13 uh, th-
1: yeah oh, England are stacked
2: yeah there's some options there certainly
3: Tr- Trinder don't forget him
2: So on the on the Exeter um Quins game Exeter didn't this certainly wasn't a vintage Exeter performance and that, as much of the credit for that goes to Quins uh, because they did defend manfully and they controlled the game and they, they played a lot of the game in the right areas and,
1: and hold on, hold the phone. Quinn's front row looked good in the scrummage. Yeah. What Ooh. is going on? What kind of parallel weird universe have we entered where Exeter were losing scrum pens to Quinn's? Well, particularly when Quinn's, you say, when you've got Marler and
2: Sinclair, who are Lions and international players, great. But when you've got uh Lambert and collier Lambert and Collier, and you bring in a couple of young lads Boyce uh, uh Swainston Swainson, yeah, hmm,
3: well, those two props you mentioned i' am, I've never considered their scrummaging to be a problem. It's more they're on the pot contribution, which I worry about well they've in, been they've n- been n-
1: notoriously poor yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah. I've always thought penalties I've
3: always thought they were poor with their starters rather than their backups, so you know for the longest time. Sinclair was struggling because he was so young and they just stuck with it developed him and now he's a lion so I'm not, I'm not that concerned about the the pushing power of the front row more about everything else they do
1: the other, the other big story from the Avicii Premiership Worcester chalking up their first win a bonus point win at home to Northampton what a, win, a resounding it? victory the first game back for Francois Houhard What is there anyone else that has as much of an impact for their team than any one player does than Francois Huard.
3: Maybe George Ford at Leicester, but they can actually go. They can actually not have George Ford and still win. Yeah, as yeah, we, as they proved. So, no.
2: But well, and that. So you've got three players back who are, or three players playing now for Worcester, who are real ball players in Huard, uh, John O'Lance, John O'Lance, and Ryan Mills. Yeah. Did, did, did the so,
3: play. Yeah, he
1: played 10. So Mill started yeah. at 12? Mill started at 12. Mill started 12. Started 12. <laughs> nice. And then so, so a, a name get... I didn't recognise at 13, Wilkinson. No, uh, it's Jackson Willison, wasn't it? Oh, Willison. It's just the BBC have spelt it wrong. There you <laughs> go. I knew I ah. shouldn't go on their bloody website.
2: <laughs> um, but that means, so that combination. So Worcester now, I'm actually getting more and more positive about their survival chances.
3: Well, I always thought they were pretty good. I mean, so...
1: Well, uh, Hold the, on, hold on. Yeah, hold they, on, no, Jay. I've always said that they've got good uh, mate, powerful well, backs. Yeah, always no, no, that. you've always said they've got good powerful backs and we all like mate, you can't do this. You can't say one thing because <laughs> people will remember what you said right, When back. you say the total opposite. No. I'm oh, yeah, to... I've, n- I've never had a worry about Worcester.
3: I've always thought they're going to survive. I never said that. I said that I always thought I always thought that they were pretty good. And uh, you know, in in the backs they have always been pretty good. Yeah. Uh the, the one thing that they've been missing all season and this is fairly consistent mate, is a fly half And that is really it. I mean the half backs are the problem. Everything else is pretty much in place. Well now
2: so they've got those half backs, they've got the exciting outside backs, Bryce Heem scoring a hat trick. Yep. Uh Josh Adams scored a great try, set up a great try. Um and Chris Pennell is solid as ever at, at full back. He makes and a big difference. Now they've got some They're, ballers. And so they have got the balls and their pack are looking pretty good as well. Mm. Um They've got some a good, strong, like well-drilled type five.
1: Now Val, that, Val, Van Velzer had about a year out, but he actually is an influential player for them.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Uh Will Spencer as well is a good player. He's a very good player. Um so this may sound like we're kind of waxing lyrical about Worcester after they've just won one game. Yeah. But they're I don't know. I kind of feel they, they, feel a lot more positive. I, I'm not They're playing on that plastic pitch. I think they'll. I think they'll be all right.
3: Yeah, and they did really well towards the end of last season. I mean, don't don't yeah. forget that they they beat Saracens at home. Um, so uh, equally,
1: um, you look at Northampton. Stephen Myler coming back in at ten. Yeah, um, and they they played at a pedestrian pace, which I'm not attributing yeah. purely to him, but they have uh, they have names
3: in their team, but uh, 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 just people. Uh, what happens in Northampton is beyond me. I, well, I, how I do they know. go
1: from the little run they had at the start of the season where we were saying, Well, these could be top four? Yeah. To getting pumped. Not yeah. just not just narrowly losing, getting pumped.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm with you, Jay. I can't I can't figure out what happens from one week to another. Yeah. And I have I've flipped in the past couple of seasons, I've flipped from Malander has to go to Malander's a genius. Yeah. This is magnificent. How is Malinder getting this out of these boys to
1: Millander has to go, and now i I can't figure it and out
3: northampton it's not like there's a shortage of cash
1: maybe, maybe no. it's the Dylan Hartley effect, maybe Dylan Hartley not being theres having maybe he really
3: is that good. I wonder if there is um like a certain element about Northampton, which is they bring in too many players. Because they are always shopping, money isn't really an issue. But hold on, two
1: weeks ago we were talking them up, or three weeks ago we were talking them up as well. Wow, they've really turned a corner. Look at that; they could, they could have a great season. They could be top yeah, four contenders. Yeah. So and they've turned another corner. Yeah, <laughs> they, they yeah. have. And you've got well, to... they've done a U-turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you
3: have got to wonder like, what is this down to? Why, why are they so, so up and down? And maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the reason.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, if... Elsewhere yeah. in the Avicii Premiership, Leicester Tigers left it late to come back and Marlon Yard went from Hero scoring his first try on debut to uh, getting a yellow card uh, and being a bit of a villain. They got a bonus point in losing Sail Sharks. Uh, Leicester Tigers got the full five points with a penalty try. Yeah, yeah. and
3: Steve Diamond's ban starts tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah, let's talk about that because that, that broke in the week. So, So I was convinced on this he was going to get... 15 to 21 weeks. Well,
1: anyone, anyone who's missed any recent podcasts, you may be aware, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's very closely connected to Egg Chasers, this one, for a number <laughs> to of bo- reasons. Yeah, both of you. Uh, because JB's tweet sparked it all off when he just put out a rumour that Marlon Yard was signing for Sale Sharks. Yep. And, it, and he made it clear in the tweet it was a rumour. But that led to one chain of events, which then meant that I interviewed Steve Diamond and he denied marlin yard then after the match said made some comments about a referee which has since been so so the bottom line is steve diamond's been banned and jb's been banned yeah <laughs> <laughs> jb from Doesn't. sale steve diamond from sale you're both you have that in common <laughs> yeah so
3: he was charged right with 5.12 uh under law 5.12 right So the low end for this offence is six weeks. The mid-end is 12 weeks. Top end is 18 weeks, with a maximum entry point of 52 weeks. Now, it's all complete guesswork, but leading up to this, there was a lot of influential people... Oh, hang on. What is that? There you go. A lot of influential people saying a lot of things, uh, such as they're really going to go after Diamond. So um, with that, and he's already got three weeks suspended, I was thinking 15 weeks, maybe? 21 weeks? Yeah,
1: he has has got a few... Incidents,
3: but there's a uh, something which is worth clarifying. Before he was on a touchline ban, this is different. So the reason it's slightly shorter than you'd expect is because it's a full stadium ban now, whereas before it was just a touchline ban. Oh wow! Which,
1: which coaches stay in the stand anyway most of the time?
3: Yeah, so he's not allowed any contact with them. Uh, well, the, it's all written out on the. So it, it's so he was. He, I think he'll be watching the game from the rugby dungeon with me. Uh, jo- Jose
1: Mourinho uh, once was was banned and couldn't talk, couldn't. Uh, I think he had a stadium ban as well at Chelsea for a Champions League match. Yeah. And they smuggled him in by into the changing room for halftime. By he went in one of those big trolleys that they put all the dirty the towels, laundry in, right? and he <laughs> laid in the bottom of one of those. And they put a load of laundry in on top, and then he went into the dressing room. Is <laughs> <laughs> so the story goes.
3: It's um it's a bizarre place they'll find themselves in now. Well, no,
1: because the, th- the other thing about that with Steve Diamond, like you say, it's a stadium ban, which is a, a step up, and I think it's right to point that out. And also, th- they've said, any more, and you risk points, lo- yeah. you risk losing points. Which is... Which is, that's a big statement. Yeah,
3: I don't think they'll stand up in court, but yeah. Um, it's a huge statement. So on the face of it, it looks like he's got off really lightly. Actually, quite the opposite, because a full stadium ban is more severe. I actually think that twenty-one weeks away from the touchline would be more severe. This has led to rumours of Sale looking for someone else to replace Diamond on match day. Ooh! So there was talk of Lancaster.
1: Lancaster wouldn't go as a temporary measure. He's he's enjoying Leinster. Yeah. He might, he might go
3: if he was. Okay, so running the team. I thought the same thing as you, Tim. But as I understand it. One of the reasons I'm thinking of Lancaster is because he is going to go from he's going to leave Leinster anyway at the end of the season to take up a full-time job somewhere else. Probably probably or maybe Cardiff. Right? Which sounds Ooh. sounds not quite right to me. But No, no, who who's gone to Cardiff? Has that been announced? now? you no, who's the coach that's gone to Cardiff? Well, Wilson's left, but is there someone actually been announced? Uh I thought there was. Well, if there is, uh, this this is from the, from midweek, so it could be, could be different. The other guy who they might, who they might bring in to help out would be Brian Radpath, but I think he's delighted to be of left, oh, to have left, to <laughs> left rugby, quite frankly, and and I
2: delighted to have left Sale and not have anything to do with them ever but, again.
3: Yeah, but he does have a lot to do with them. He's there every match day, and his son's in the academy. Uh, okay. So you know there are still links there. Uh, so it's interesting, and here here's a really interesting thing. Okay. Um. There are certain targets to be met by sale, if they want, um, if Steve Diamond wants to become an owner of the club. As I understand it, this is all all in the open. It's all on an interview which I've done in the past. Um, this requires, them, I think, and I don't know for a fact, either finishing top six or top four. Well, that, that's this is probably why they're spending so much money on getting Van Rensburg in. But so far, for all of the increases in in spending. And all of the increase in talent, they've only won two games, mm-hmm. and it's cost them a lot of money to do so. And now the director of rugby, who they rely on more than any other club, is on, is unavailable for six weeks. Yeah, it's I'm, bad. Glad, I'm
1: glad you mentioned that because that's the kind of headline story. It is only on a short-term deal, but Johan. Uh, Johan uh, Janzi von Rensberg. Johan Janzi von Rensberg. No. Yo-
2: Rohan. Rohan Janze Janze von, von Rensberg.
1: Quadzilla, we'll just call him that. Uh, a beast of a man, and he's going to be uh, coming to a, a Vici Premiership stadium near you. Even if Steve Diamond isn't for the for, for the <laughs> short
3: term, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, they've signed one of the finest young centres in the world, as far as I'm concerned. He, he's amazing, but it's not as if Saracens have signed him. So I'd understand Wasps or Saracens or somewhat, well, not Wasps this season, but Saracens or whoever it is signing him to get them over that line. Yeah, but when you've won two games, why? uh well I, i'm well more from roan's from,
1: from point of view there's there's a bit of a, cash a bit of cash bit yeah. a bit of experience you can come and
3: you know we'll show you around town roan if he's on a three-year <laughs> a three-year Met deal with
1: marlon yard and
2: tiny temper
3: yeah if he's on a three-year deal a hundred percent but whatever it is like six months i'm not sure i'm not sure if that's the right thing for sale to be doing i think it's only three months is it even
1: shorter than well, that i think it might just be until we get back to super rugby but yeah
3: anyway. now you're uh, so,
1: yeah, that's a, that's a bit of cell chat for you. So, the other
2: game, the one that we've... Oh, sorry, the other two games, the ones we've not spoke, there was a routine win for Wasps at home to Newcastle.
3: Yeah, which actually isn't that routine, to be fair.
2: Well, yeah.
3: So, they had... It... Go on, sorry.
2: Well, uh, yeah, I guess if you look at kind of uh, what you would have expected last season this would be a fairly routine home victory. Mm-hmm. But it, I guess it's not that simple. Newcastle aren't a bad team. Wasps have been very up and down this season. Um, the, probably the big talking point was um, Kyle Eastman coming back for 40 minutes, playing very well, yeah. scoring one try, setting up a couple, um, and generally looking good as that the alternative playmaker outside Jimmy Gopper with is Sippers such, such being such a lovely injured.
3: player. Yeah. He really is. Um Wasps are like a team who've just got finally managed to get over a, a major trauma. Like, <laughs> yeah, Danny Cipriani knocked them for six, and they've really got back on the horse now. I feel I feel quite quite good about Wasps.
1: And if you look back to last season, at this time after the Anglo Welsh Cup period, we were saying exactly the same about Exeter Chiefs, Chiefs, mm. Chiefs. We were saying exactly the same. Yeah, yeah the Anglo Welsh yeah. Cup fortnight, they sorted things out. Yeah. Yeah. And I they went, came back and went unbeaten for fifteen games or something.
3: Yeah, I wonder if um, I wonder if Wasps will be quite as resilient. I'm I'm not sure they will. they're not built in, in in that way, are they? Like like extra so tough. Mm. Uh, but there's a huge improvement. It'll be interesting when Cipriani comes back. Who knows the, what combination do they go with? Oh,
1: yeah, love of Balavu. He's yeah. great as well. Uh, Joanne de, Joan de Jong. Elliot Daly coming back yeah. in for <sighs> from England.
3: Oh, does Daly go on to the wing? Oh, more sale news. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where's that bell? Yeah. Den- Denny Solomona allegedly off to wasps or talking Ooh, to wasps. interesting. Which would make a lot of sense, I mean, if you think about it. Uh,
2: from whose side?
3: Well, it makes a lot of sense that Denny would leave because he probably isn't on huge money by Premiership standards, yep. but enormous money by Rugby League standards. Yeah. And also, with him being a risk coming over from Rugby League... Maybe he's on a shorter term deal than we than we think. And
1: also with him just being the type of player he is, that's just uh, that's just wasps, isn't it? Money, money, money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Marcus Watson hasn't quite panned out how they wanted.
3: Yeah, he hasn't had inside of him what um you know like the playmakers that he would like, I guess. No, this is true. But I think once he gets his act together now. Wade and Denny. Oh, that's pretty frightening. Oh, the Josh Bassett's been great. Yeah, He's got
2: a brilliant try.
3: I yeah, think Wade has been linked away from Wasps, actually. Really? Yeah, as on rugby inside line. So have a check. Uh, oh,
1: mate! Th- again, th- that's that standard phrase: chuck enough mud at the wall, some of it sticks.
3: Well, no. That, that is
1: not. That is not a source. I
3: would. I would quote. I. Uh, I, th- I think I would. I mean, all I do is quote conversations that that have happened. It's pretty reliable. i I'm. I'm alright with it. But okay, I don't know if I'd use the word reliable, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Uh, but it's I can't I something else for you? But I can't, remember
2: what, I can't well, remember what it was. The other game was London Irish losing at home to a depleted Bath team. Mm-hmm. They did get a bonus point, but they sh- would have wanted more out of this game. They'd definitely, uh, yeah. this would be one to target when Bath are missing players. Yeah, agreed. I thought, missing players to injury and missing players to internationals. I thought
3: man for man london irish were as good if not better in a, in a lot of areas which is worrying if they in, in these
2: games when they're playing depleted yep. teams at, at oh, yeah. home London when irish, they're pretty much full
3: strength
1: when london irish west come to town <laughs> and uh, and you you're better can't beat a depleted side yeah you got this. is, is it me
3: or, or bath just signing anyone with any kind of rugby background I mean, young English James Wilson signed the the, the other day. Yeah, and that's a na- not a name I've heard for a little while. Yeah, when you're looking at lads they picked up last week, uh, last last year, like uh, Allinson and Aled Brew. Yeah, um, Scott Andrews, who for a long time you know got, let's put it this way, poor write ups in, in in Wales. Uh, they just seem to be going after anyone they they can get their hands on.
1: I'd say Bath might have the deepest squad, potentially, but there's a lot of players who stagnate or haven't kicked on or their potential hasn't materialised yet. Who are you thinking of? Uh, guys like Nick Orterak. Yep. Yeah, he, he was himself. being talked about as an England loosehead a couple and of years ago. Laheef as well. Max Laheef. Henry Thomas. Henry ah, he's Thomas. Been injured yeah. a lot. Yeah. I That's mean, a... these guys that people were talking about as internationals, well... Henry Thomas is an international oh, Henry Thomas c- could come back to sale I like that He's, fr- he's from Bath He wasn't a sale lad uh, Mike Brewer signed him as a kid from school
3: Oh nice good good, good good, knowledge that's him um, Yeah Bath are, Bath, Bath are tricky I don't think um, the Freddie Burns signing is a good one um, Yeah it's I, I reckon they're going to end up around seventh. Again that's
1: not what we were saying in the summer We were saying who's got the better deal and we were. I think
3: Bath might have had a better deal, you know, because yeah. they get
1: him all year round.
3: Yeah, and do you know what? It's weird because we we definitely did say that, but at the time, Rhys Priestland wasn't doing very much. Rhys Priestland had been hidden away in in a cupboard somewhere, <laughs> uh, occasionally <laughs> coming on at fullback, and George Ford was 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 running the show. Well, it looks like they've turned over the entire ship to Rhys Priestland, and he's doing really well. So what you've got now is you've got a really expensive backup, because I'm pretty sure Freddie Burns made that deal work as well for him as any as anyone else.
2: I'm not sure how much longer he will be a backup. I think Burns, when he comes on, I mean a, a few weeks ago he scored a brilliant like little chip and chase mm. for mm. himself. So I think I think it's interesting to have the competition between the two of them. And yeah. it, you can a hope... fair fight because before it yeah. wasn't it just wasn't a fair fight, was it? It wasn't yeah. Reese Priest had never had a look in. Particularly when Mike Ford was there, George Ford could have done Anything. Uh, he could have done a Billy 12 Trees impression. <laughs> 80 minutes every single week and still would have been picked ahead of uh, Priestland. Very true.
1: The the only way you can manage that, that you know, George Ford, total number one, no one else has a look-in, is you just sign someone not quite as good or his brother. that works. work. <laughs> yeah, that would work. That, that's working well for them because, it, you know, Joe Ford did, has done well. He's quite well, happy. I don't he think did he's all a, right, is he? a...
3: It's a serious question. Is a premiership team who have two number ones fly halves? There's always Other than bath, like a, yeah, there's always like a clear um, separation between who the one is and who the two is. And for me, S- sale probably.
1: Well, yeah, uh, no, I think I James, O'Connor James Connors is O'Connor's he's their clear number one. Nailed that now. Yeah. No, they're the only ones. Well, I well, guess... no, no, wasps, wasps, and wasps Harlequins. I was going to say Quins. Yeah,
3: before Marcus Smith, no one really knew.
2: Yeah. You probably would
1: Katrykalis have... was the th- total number
2: one. Yeah, you probably would have thought Katrykalis was going to be, but Sweel's not a bad option. And then Marcus Smith has thrown a uh, spanner in the works there, hasn't he? Mm. Completely. Which which, which is nice. Saracens have got Lazowski and, and Farrell, but that's, but that's, a, that's clear, a one-two. Yeah, that's a clear one-two. Yeah, everyone one-two. knows who... But that's just that's a, a clear one-two. The two one-two. is better than most ones. And, and also, the two might actually get more game time than the one. Yeah, all in because Farrell is is rested a lot,
3: and Lazowski's is so good. Yeah, and also the, the, the difference those two have compared to the Bath pair is flexibility. You are you are either if you if you're playing them both, you're probably hiding one of them at fullback, whereas with Saracens they could comfortably play either of those two anywhere, and they're so good at everything. Like you, you wouldn't really want to, you wouldn't really want to test your defence, would you? If you had Priestland at ten and Burns at twelve, or vice versa. Do we know? what the Northampton hierarchy is. That's a good Mm. question. Yeah, you're right.
2: I I thought I did know at the start of the season. Malander was
3: nailed on. It It was was Malander,
2: then Piers Francis, then Myler? But in this game Malander played fifteen, Milo started and Piers Francis was on the bench.
3: Yeah, so Piers Francis I thought was meant to come in as a second playmaker tw- tw- twelve. A twelve. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought.
1: I thought it was meant to be Piers
3: Francis ten and Harry Malander at twelve. Twelve. That's what I was but thinking. Piers Francis is a crazy gamble because last time we saw him on these shores, he was up in in Scotland. In Edinburgh. Not doing exactly that well. Yeah. It's only when he went to the blues that he that, that he did okay. And it's a completely different style of rugby. So yeah. it's that you'd Go for that sort of signing,
1: and and Gloucester have a have. There's yeah. not there's not a clear A and B. So it's quite a lot actually. We've come up with pretty much half of half the Premiership.
3: Yeah, Gloucester is a great one. Gloucester, yeah, definitely Gloucester is, a good one. is a, a good one. Yeah, and, I, and
1: we'll, it and it's generally working for those teams where that is the case. It seems to be seems to be more. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We will see. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, but weak, t- weak correlation at best, I think, yeah, right now. Yeah,
3: right now, yeah. yeah. Well, what you Agreed. need is a, is a strong, sturdy captain at 10 every time, like a Steenson. That, that, that to me, is exactly what you need.
1: 200 games for Steeno. <sighs>
3: what, what a guy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you see the bit in the Anglo-Welsh Cup? I, I quite understand if people... Oh, I think I mentioned it on last week's podcast, the really cool thing about the, the team names, the plaque. So, presumably, yes,
3: you you mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: 150 appearances or more, you get a gold. You're naming gold in the dressing room. So, Stino, 200. That's another another one up. Platinum. Re- Has okay. it actually got platinum? No, I don't know what it is. I think they just stick at gold over 150. <laughs>
3: diamond, diamond encrusted. Diamond. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. Swar- uh,
1: what's it called? The Svarzovsky Yeah. Uh, the Swan people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ore. Dmitry Zarzewski. Yeah, Zarzewski crystals. Zarzewski
3: crystals, yeah. <laughs> <Dmitry>. <laughs> he should get in that, in, in that business ASAP. He really <laughs> should.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
1: Right, this weekend's games then. Okay. Because there's no, there was no Pro 14. Nope. There was some top 14, three red cards uh, within it. And uh, I don't know, I haven't even seen the results. But Toulon lots of lost home. at home. I was, was going to say lots of home teams winning, but except for Toulon.
2: Toulon, yeah. Toulon lost at home to Racing Metro. Racing 92. Who, uh, pa- apparently
3: about to sign... Finn Russell.
2: Finn Russell. Because Dan Carter might be leaving, but still wants to play rugby.
3: Yeah, he wants to go to... Um, so that apparently... So Wasps are n- apparently were in chats with a real big name fly half and I th- assumed it w- it would be Carter.
2: I assume he's just going to go to Japan and pick up a paycheck. He is going easy, to Japan I'm sure of it. Easy game for two years.
3: Good for him. Yeah. Mind you can you have the same sort of crazy fun that you have in in Paris?
2: I'm pretty sure you can do I,
3: i'm amazed he doesn't want to be on big money in london you know the amount that he likes going out on. yeah you'd have thought like one stint in the in, in, in the premiership mind you it's a lot of hard work the premiership isn't yeah,
1: it yeah he would get battered yeah he'd just get big gnarly back rows like well probably like he does in france but he yeah yeah which, is why, though, which is why he's going right i've had enough of that and he only he's japan cash and then he'll go and do um Boot camps in the park like Nick Cummins did in (laughs) in Manchester this (laughs) weekend. So, yeah, Nick Cummins uh, uh, was in Manchester, yeah? He's going
3: around the UK to a few cities doing boot camps in big public parks. Right, this confuses me so much. So, Nick Cummins leaves Australia for the best of intentions to provide for his family. Yeah. He goes to Japan for reasonably large money. Yeah. yeah Okay. We can
2: only assume, yes, it'll be pretty big. Yeah, yeah.
3: You're gonna give up all your international money. And, yep. All right. So that's what he does. How much money do boot camps make? <laughs> I mean, why is he not playing in France if money is the key driver here? Why is he not in France or in England or you know got one of the re- one of the positions in uh, an Irish province? Oh, somewhere? he's
1: playing the long game. He's
3: going to be a media superstar in rugby, isn't Mate, he? I'm not being funny, right? Uh, when I saw him, I actually I sort of saw pictures like, has this guy retired? Because I've heard, ne- ever since he he left the Wallabies, I've not seen him on on TV since. I thought like he'd actually disappeared off the face of the earth. So there is actually a good reason to be a Wallaby for the long game. Boot camps so aren't going to cut it. I don't know how profitable they are, but it's certainly not as profitable as scoring tries for yeah. the Wallabies in a World Cup final.
1: Anyway, go and check out the Badgers boot camp <laughs> in a in a local park near you soon. Yeah, bizarre indeed. Yeah. So fixtures this weekend.
2: Okay, have we got a Pro 12, Pro 14 schedule? Uh, 24th. Yes, there is.
1: Yes, that's right. So,
2: yeah, go. Cheaters host Edinburgh. Cheetahs. Cheetahs. Ulster ho- host Benetton. Ulster. Ulster. Cardiff host Connacht.
3: Retire. Connacht, please.
2: Connacht, maybe.
3: Come on, fingers crossed.
2: Leinster host Dragons. Leinster. Leinster. Ospreys, Glasgow. Glasgow probably Glasgow but that actually, should be more interesting Glasgow with no internationals yeah that's true actually
3: against Ospreys who are awful come on Glasgow <laughs> Ospreys come on, Glasgow.
2: Ospreys who are awful and have no internationals yeah but um, Southern Kings host Scarlets, which will be Scarlet, Southern, yeah and Zebra host Monster, which well, Scarlet's have got loads of Welsh players away they have got loads but yeah. Southern Kings are not great Southern
3: Kings are Southern Kings I don't know if you've heard yeah uh, yeah this is true sorry who, who hosts
2: Zebra hosts Munster
3: Zebra <sighs> Zebra nice win, Zebra,
2: Zebra
1: Zebra Zebra
3: I'm guessing Zebra they must have all, all their sense.
1: players Monster lose a load of players they no, shouldn't be Zebra- playing Zebra- games Zebra-, Zebra lose all their players as well yeah yeah, that's what I'm saying yeah we shouldn't be playing these games it's, it's a JBU used to call it a hobby league mm-hmm. and these weekends it's I, a holiday league I'm going to say it's a holiday league yeah exactly yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, I don't want to see these fixtures. Uh, not in, I'm not. I I like the league. I can see the the relevance. I can see how the South African thing is growing financially, and that I think that's good. But I, I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm going to say I'm not interested.
3: But it is about incremental improvements, and that's why I'm not as harsh on the Pro 12. 14 as I as I was, I thought South Africa was a ridiculous idea. Turns out it might be a must. It might be a I, I'm Yeah, I I, s- I
1: see that as well, and, I, and I've eaten humble pie on that one already. But I'm I'm only saying these international weeks, playing these games. Yeah,
3: you're right. Not and interested. Com- you're completely right. Not interested.
2: But if Ulster smash Benetton on Friday night, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Avicii Premiership. Yeah, and we've got a game of the week, which will be on the Sunday. So running thr- running through them in chronological order. Yes. Newcastle. Friday night, Newcastle host Gloucester.
3: Well, now this this should be interesting. Yeah, Newcastle I think. have got to win at some point, you know. Yeah, they are probably the most disappointing team in the league at the moment. Everyone had well there was so much fanfare about them at the start of the season, and actually, they started M- 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 Mamoz and they started flood and they got battered by thirty odd points against Wasps.
2: Uh, M- Mamoz dropped out. so... Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, I think Harry stepped up. Anyway.
3: Well. Which, uh, whichever way they've spent cash, you've got to win, though. Yeah. So for me, actually, this is almost a little bit of a must-win for them. It's, it's like a tipping point of the season, though, where results really matter. Yeah. Um, uh, Newcastle. Well, I think.
2: I think they'll win. I think Newcastle to win. I'm gonna say Gloucester. Ooh, notoriously bad on the road, Gloucester. But mm-hmm. they've just had such a good win. If they roll that on. Yeah. So then Saturday we've got an early kick-off, twelve fifteen. Bath hosting Quinns
1: Odd
3: time. That's it, it, that's is there going to be like,
2: internationals? Presumably, yeah, yeah, of
3: course. Is it going to be some sort of double header on BT? Can we watch them both? Are you working th- this
1: weekend, Tim? No, nope, there's only two, no no. There's only two games on BT Sport. I think one on it's Saracens, Exeter on Sunday, and it's Newcastle, Gloucester Friday. Presumably, Newcastle, Gloucester. The path? late Sale versus Northampton on Saturday, maybe. Mm, no, I'm pretty, I think it is Newcastle, Gloucester, but um, and. and uh, and Saracen's Exeter um, so yeah I'm going. me and Phil are going Newcastle I don't think by a lot but I do think they'll win and Newcastle lose no, well both these teams are the only two are two teams who lose assuming Chris Harris stays with Newcastle and not with his adopted Scotland no his team Scotland didn't mean that to sound like a slight <laughs> uh, they lose no one they lose no players do they? none mm. whatsoever Newcastle or Gloucester so
2: Newcastle will lose Takalua, yeah. to oh, Tonga. And, oh, and Owen and, Williams. And Owen Williams from Nilly Larty. Possibly, yeah.
3: Mm. So not,
2: but not many. No Saturday then. So Saturday, Bath versus Quins. <sighs> Bath at home.
1: Yeah. It's just Quins on the
2: road. Yeah. Although they did show they a did. bit of steel, but in a very Quinsy way that they sh- they showed some steel and got zero out of the game. Yeah, whilst throwing it away. They got nothing mm. out of it so give me bath although I don't think it would be pretty.
3: I think yeah bath are quite gritty now. They've kind of yeah. Uh Harlequins. Ooh.
2: Then Leicester host Worcester. Yes. And I mean that
3: that Leicester team is well the one that played the week just gone was a bad team. It was actually a bad team.
2: You look at that, and there's a lot of players missing.
3: I mean, this is why it was such a devastating loss for Sale, in my opinion, because any aspirations of the top six or top four, they have to be beating teams like that, man for man. That Leicester team is outright poor, and they turn over Leicester. I wouldn't be surprised to see a very close, close game if that Leicester team looks roughly the same as what it did.
2: Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised. I think Leicester should still win because they've got the advantage of being at home. The crowd behind them and they've got some experienced players, but if Worcester player that they did weekend just gone, it'll be close. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
1: Leicester, I think they'll win.
2: Then and Saturday Sa- evening. Saturday evening, five thirty, sale host Northampton, which based on how Northampton have, have played their last game. Well, the Dimes will be Worcester. sat where you're sat Phil. <laughs> yeah. He will be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Sale can win this. Get their third win yeah, of the season. Yeah, uh,
1: they'll win. They'll yeah, so
3: win. performances have been all right, actually. Like The extra performance is pretty good. Um, how, yeah. many,
2: how many players does Sale lose? Byron McGuigan?
3: <sighs> yeah, that's about it, I think.
1: But they've just signed Marlon Yard. Yeah. He's yeah, McGuigan he's out, Denny and uh, Yard in. Yeah. Cheers.
3: Not too bad. And they've
1: that. got a centre. Um, Rowan might make his de- debut. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. What they need run. is a second row and a
3: prop, but there you go. Yeah. On their way, apparently. <laughs> um, S- sail to win.
2: Sail to win. Then London Irish host Wasps, and I think this will be a tidy win for Wasps.
3: Yes, agreed.
1: Uh, I think Wasps will win, but not, not uh, by,
3: by a can big Can we amount. just, for a second, um, turn our attention to the try scored by Josh Bassett, and what a thing of beauty it was. It was. It was gorgeous. A Very oh. good finish. Delightful.
2: The inside-outside run. So and then the gas. I
3: don't particularly like him as a player, but when he's at full speed, he, he's incredibly Well, he He's been so good for them, so dependable. Yeah. He, uh, he's a, And he came, they signed him from Bedford. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. quite flashy, isn't he? And yeah. you know, his name would stand out as not standing out in a back line of stars. <laughs> yeah. He's done pretty well. Yeah. And uh, then our Leo Vegas, oh,
1: sorry, so we go for Wasps. Our Leo Vegas game of the week. Hang on, shall I play, play some tunes? Yeah, go on. Thanks to Leo Vegas, you can get. If you ignore our uh, (laughs) predictions and go with your own gut feeling, uh, maybe even do the opposite and then you could get some money, money, money. But the guys at leovegas.com, which is where you need to go to get loads of rugby bets. They love their rugby. They sponsor Leicester Tigers. They sponsor us. They know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, get involved. LeoVegas.com. Our game of the week is.
2: It's 1v2. Yeah. It's the last two years' champions playing each other. It's at Alliance Stadium. Ooh. And it's Saracens hosting Exeter.
3: Exeter for me. Exeter at uh, Alliance will win by seven.
2: Now, Exeter lose fewer players. So they lose Thomas Francis. Uh so they gain in
3: some ways.
1: At me.
2: They lose they their third, they lose their
1: third choice tight head.
2: They are losing Jack Noel, but only because he's in, out injured. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Slade.
2: Uh yeah, and Slade.
3: Unless Slade's released again. No,
1: he'll play against Samara. Uh,
2: yeah, I would have thought Slade will play. But they've got Devoto, Dill De- Devoto and
1: Witten. Witten.
2: Yeah, so they're doing all right in the centre department. Uh, even without Slade. Simmons as well. Yeah, oh yeah, of course, Simmons, who who hopefully will get some more game time. Yeah. Whereas Saracens are losing Mako, George, possibly Cruis, Itoji, uh, Billy's obviously injured. Yeah. Um, They're losing Farrell, they might be losing Lazowski.
3: It's a big ask, isn't it?
2: They're losing Liam Williams. So, Yeah, it is a big ask for for Saracens. But Saracens are at home and they, they still have international quality and experience right across the park.
3: Yeah. So you used to look at Saracens and think, these are the exactly the sort of games that they're going to grind out and win. And now I look at Exeter and I think, this is exactly the sort of <laughs> game that Exeter can grind out and win. Yeah. I see this going very similar to the way that they went about dispatching um, who's, uh, Montpellier. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it in that in that sort of fashion. Uh, they can do it, um, and I think they'll do it by five, by five points. And that feels weird because I think Saracen's an amazing outfit, and an incredible setup, but X will be too strong. I,
1: th- I think you might be right. Uh, I I'm just thinking of the teams, and yes. Although
2: uh, Saracens, well, they're both the epitome of more than the sum of the parts. Yeah. So that doesn't help us either way. No. Uh, well, but I, I suspect... Lazo- <laughs> I, I, I
3: was about uh, to ask a question. Would Exeter would Ex- have thrown that game at uh, K- uh, King's Home? Well, yes, actually. They did <laughs> they <laughs> earlier did. in the season. No, that doesn't help. Well, I, no, again.
1: If I was Eddie Jones, I would be wanting Alex Lazowski to get some game time. Hmm. Which would mean they are without both of their tens. Put Goody. So, yeah. I've. Do you know what? Even without seeing the teams... Yeah, I'm. I think
3: Exeter are going to sneak it. Give me Exeter. Exeter. Exeter by three points. Wow! Look at that. Exeter by five. I think. And
1: again, and to be fair to people who are pro fourteen fans and might and just heard me talk about a holiday league, it is a shame that we're seeing Saracens versus Exeter, and we're not seeing Saracens versus Exeter.
3: No, we're not. But it's close enough. I'll take it. It's certainly a lot
1: closer than. Uh, Glasgow versus Ospreys. Glasgow so, versus Ospreys. Yeah, so be.
3: have we got this week of premiership fixtures, a week after, and Europe. then is it a week after that? No, it's two weeks of Europe coming up soon. Yeah, yeah but, but, but don't some, some international teams have four games to get
2: through? So we we also have premiership. So it's two more weeks of premiership. Yes. Then it goes straight into two
3: weeks of European. I wish I was going to watch some European games.
2: Oh, we are.
3: Oh, wait. Yeah, we are. We got, we're off to Belfast followed by Dublin the next day how do you like those apples
2: oh nice yeah, yeah we thought while we are over there we might as well travel down to see the Chiefs take on Leinster
1: oh what what games am I, am I work am I working any of those oh you're going to have loads of fun mind you I'll send you a postcard from Monaco Phil <laughs> exactly
3: <laughs> hey Phil what, what are you going to do with your week off next week good
2: question when are you boys going to be back to record some podcasts we're gonna do it out there,
3: or on with we? We'll do some out there, but we'll do one when we get back. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll sort of it out. We won't be back till Monday.
2: I can tell you everything you've missed.
3: Monday night. I, I'm not missing anything, mate. Missing anything. <laughs> let's do. No. Let's do
1: Monday night. Monday night. So we'll do Monday night with you, and then me and JB will do one on the on the harbour in Monaco. Yeah, that At the casino. Should we do it at the casino or at the harbour? Do you know what? I'm not I'm, sure.
3: It's gonna be a great setup for a rugby dungeon interview somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure I can get on a boat.
1: Sure, <laughs> I was looking at Airbnb places, and one of the places I considered was basically a guy hires out, He's, you just stay in his boat on the harbour. Oh, amazing! <laughs> yeah. World Rugby Awards, yeah, we'll have some stuff from there next week. But uh, that is your bet of the week, that's our bets in leovegas.com, cornerstone. Go get yourself a razor, use the code EGG 10 at checkout, uh, and uh, keep listening. Subscribe, tell your mates. Nice one,
3: thank you very much. Uh, and if there's enough interest I might even put my uh, Christmas carol onto iTunes oh yeah play us out let's go it's the most (inaudible) rugbiest time of the year (inaudible) discussions concussions collusion with Russians Johnny Mace mixed career it's the most it's time of the year, it's the most professional season we've had. Props getting lean, mince, pie flavoured protein, we are catching the ball. It's the most professional season of all. Passes be fizzing, back lines they be sizzling, and fly halves be playing gung ho. Men stood drunk at the bar self and stuck in the car. some Pond shouting, Oh no, my ball! It's the most rugbyest time of the year.